This week's Breda Blue is celebrating a promotion season, having helped Bolton Wanderers back up into League One. Gethin Jones made just one fleeting first-team appearance during his time at Everton, coming off the bench very late on during a Europa League game against Krasnodar at Goodison Park. And since moving on, he's carved out a fine professional career for himself. He recently signed a new contract at Bolton. He hasn't given up on international honours for either Wales or Australia, and he credits his upbringing at USM Finch Farm for making him into the player and the person he is today. This week's Bread of Blue is Gethin Jones. Gethin, a wonderful, wonderful achievement for Bolton, on the way back up to where they should be. But what was it like for the lads? What was it like when the final whistle went and promotion was secured after a long season? It was just a big, big relief. Um, we should have done it the week before, obviously, when we played Exeter at home. Um, and we haven't had time to stop this year. Obviously, when you're up up there most of the season, you can have an off day. But we've been playing catch-up since the 6th of Feb. Um, and what we've achieved in the end has just been unbelievable. So when that final whistle went, we were just all relieved and we knew that we could do it. Uh, we had the quality in the three, in the whole squad, basically. So we just needed to crack on. It was just an unbelievable feeling once the final whistle went. How do you describe the two halves of the season? Because from February onwards, you, you, you picked up the momentum and ran with it and were unbeatable. But up until then, you'd struggled a wee bit. Was it just simply the, the January transfer window? Um, I don't know. It was quite tough. Like we didn't make the personnel maybe at the start of the season. Um, we played a different formation at the start of the season. Um, obviously, there was 20 odd brand new players like coming to play together. Like it was always going to take time to gel. I think there's only four players uh, from last year's squad who are still here now. So, and it was always going to be hard at the start of the year to get to know each other. I know, like, you get pre season, you get six weeks there, but it doesn't really matter pre season until the proper competitive games. So, I think we had a January transfer window. We got three good players to come in. MJ came in, Death and John. Uh, Dapo came on loan from West Ham and uh, we changed formation then and everything we worked on basically from the start of the season how we wanted to play it just seemed to click at the end of Jan and then from then onwards we were unplayable Has this been obviously your best season I would think yeah, but has this been the season when you felt most like a voice in the dressing room a bit of a senior professional knowing that you're going to play week in week out Yeah definitely like obviously uh, after I've left Everton, I've gone to Fleetwood and stuff, and I've then gone on loan to like Mansfield, and I've then gone to Carlisle and stuff like that. But now I'm like 25 now. Uh, the gaffer like says to me like I need to be a voice, and I'm one of the senior ones and stuff now. So now nah, it's been really good. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've obviously had to work really hard to to come to a massive club like Bolton, um, and everyone everyone's loving it at the moment. So to be there going in every day, like the f- facilities, like it's a, it's a Premier League club. Mm. Like 10, 10, 10, 12 years ago, they were in the Premier League. So uh, it's been a shame for the fans the last 10, 12 years of, to where they've gone to. But we were just glad that for the fans, really, to get them back up to to hopefully we're going again next year. We're hoping so. So now nah, we're on our way up now. We'll keep an eye on you, that's for sure. Now, a quiz question. If you had to name the Everton players born in Australia, I think everyone would get Tim Cahill, but... Not many people would get Gethin Jones. How did somebody born no, in know, Australia yeah. end up in Everton? Uh, nah, so basically, obviously I'm, I'm Welsh, like speak the language and found, all, the whole family's from Wales. But my mum and dad went out to live there, um, I think for a good few years. And then I was born there and my little brother was born there as well. And then 
um, because of work and stuff for my dad. Um, he had his own business back home in Wales. Um, they decided to come back. So I was three when I moved back to Wales and then lived at Wales till I was, well, 13 and then obviously signed up for Everton then. Um, and then ever since that, I moved to Liverpool when I was 13, 14. So I've, I've basically lived in Liverpool most of my life now. Um, which is mad because everyone seems to like forget to th- like I've moved away from Wales when I was 13, 14. Like, but it was a big sacrifice I had to take to obviously get to where I am now. Mm. It was a big, big step for a young boy to take that, wasn't it? Was it difficult at times? Yeah, it was difficult. Um, obviously, I moved in with John King and he was he was class, to be fair. And I went to school in Crosby and everything about it I had to do. And it was difficult, obviously, moving away from home and getting to know, like, new friends and missing your friends from back home. And I think I went home once every two weeks or so. And if it wasn't for me, mum and dad, I, w- I wouldn't be where I am now because the amount of travelling they did for me. Mm. Uh, my dad would come up to the games on a Saturday morning. He'd... Um, He'd pick me up straight after the game and then we'd, I'd go home sometimes for just one night and then my dad would be driving back up on a Sunday morning. He'd do, he'd do that just for me to see my friends and see my family just for the space of like 12, 10 to 12 hours. Um, and it really lifted me just to going back home sometimes, but it was something I had to do. Were you always a right back, Yes. No, when I first came to Everton, I was a centre mid um, and I played centre mid all the way till I was... Was 17, 18, and then it was the season where uh, we won the league at Everton, uh, the under-18s, with uh, Kev Sheedy and Dunk um, as the 18s coach, and then they transformed me to the right-back then. And I remember uh, it was one of the games when uh, Stubbsy was the reserves manager. Um, he wanted They needed a right-back for one of the games. I can't remember who got injured. Um, so Dunk and Kev said, like, give Geth a try and, like, see how he goes, and then Ever since then, really, I got more comfortable playing right back. Um, and then I've obviously developed my game playing right back then. So now nah, I do I do prefer playing right back now. Why did why did Cheese and Duncan make that decision? It's a, was it right out of the blue for you? No, it wasn't to be fair. Like obviously when I was younger, um I was a tall lad. I was like strong and powerful for my age at 13, 14. So they stuck me in the middle and then as I grew older, um I got I got faster in like the way the modern day game is now. Like I always looked up to Seamus, the way he plays, he's up and down the pitch all the time and um putting crosses into the box and being a good defender. And I looked up to that. And Dun- uh, Duncan Kev, she said that they think that right back would be my the best place for me to develop in my whole career. So then I tried it and it was because I'm 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 quite a fit lad and I get up and down the pitch and I like to think that I'm quite fast as well. Um, so, no, I think it was the best thing for me to, to move position. It, it, it's good at Everton, at the Everton Academy, because I've spoken to a lot of young players who that's happened to. The coaches look at you, and the coaches know better than the player where the best position is, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, any any player in the whole world like wants to be a striker who scores 30 goals a season. <laughs> but, like, you need to be realistic. Like, it, sometimes it doesn't work out like that. So... The, the manager knows best, and it, it was a bit of a shock for me sometimes, like to go from centre mid to right back, because I obviously played centre mid from when I was six, seven until 14, 15. Um, and then I moved every now and then, but I was still a centre mid. And then once I hit 17, moving to right back, it was obviously the best decision for me. What was it like working with Big Dunk as a coach 
an Everton legend. Oh, quality, quality. We loved it, honestly. If you spoke to that under-18s um, side that we had back then, like every single lad would say unbelievable. Like, I just remember the whole, every training session, like it was intense, it was good, um, developed, yeah, but it was also very fun. Um, but when it came to the match days, there was no fun about it. It was just get the job done. And that's how we won the league that season. I think Gethin Jones might also be the answer to a quick question. Who had the shortest ever ever the first team career when you came on at about the 90th minute against Krasnodar? But you can tell your grandkids you played for Everton. So you, you, you achieved what you set out to do, Gethin, didn't you? Yeah, definitely. Like, like I think it was, I was only on the pitch a minute or two, but it was something that I always wanted to do. Um, obviously, I won't be where I am now if it wasn't for Everton to begin with to take that chance for me to move away from home when I was 13. So it was something I always wanted to do. And I just remember everyone being there that day and it was just like, it was just gobsmacking to just to run out on that pitch and get a minute. I think I touched the ball once, um, but now I was I was just made up. Were you, were you disappointed or frustrated that you didn't get more opportunities? Uh, no, not really. To be fair, I think after that, um, I had two big serious injuries. Um, at Everton, I remember doing my ankle straight after that, a few months after, and then I thought I broke four metatarsals um, about six months later as well. So I did. I was out for quite a while, to be honest. And then I hit. A, I hit a certain age of, I think it was twenty three or something, twenty two now, twenty three. Um, and I knew like there was players coming through. I was playing catch up again to maybe try and get me me facing the first team squad. Um, don't get me wrong, I was still training every now and then with the first team and stuff. Um, but it was it was just a matter of time then where I had to think about myself and maybe had to move on to maybe not just carry on and keep playing twenty three football because you need to get your name out there by playing league football and that's that's what I decided to do. Did David Moyes ever speak to you about your future? Uh, no, I think I was too young when I signed first with David Moyes. But I remember signing, um, and then a couple of years later, I think I was only sixteen. Reserves, the reserves had a game, um, and I think the first team needed a few young lads to like join in with the session. So I think there was me, uh, Courtney Doofus, uh, George Green. So there was three of us who went up to train with the first team then, and obviously I was only sixteen, seventeen, and it was the likes of like Tim Cahill and. Mikel Arteta and all of them um, training then and playing then. So that was an unbelievable feeling. But nah, I didn't get much of a chance to speak to him back then. When you finally left Everton, did you did you feel in your heart that it was time to go? Did you did you look around? Because there was there was a lot of competition, wasn't there? Apart from Seamus, there was the likes of, 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 of Tyus Brown and Brendan Galloway and Matty Penn was there as well. Yeah. Were, you com- were you comfortable in the de- with the decision to, to, to call time and look elsewhere? Yeah, I was obviously devastated to leave. Like, uh, I obviously, I love Everton like, with all my heart. Like, I always look out for the games and stuff and how they're getting on and stuff. But it, it was just a decision I had to make. Um, I remember six months before, I had a few like championship clubs like sniffing at me and a few higher league one clubs. And, and that, that, was the, that was the time when I got injured in my ankle. Um, so then I was playing catch up again, and then when when it came to the January, it was in January transfer window. It was um, Fleetwood came calling, and I just thought like it was something I had to do. I had to get out there and play league football. I think I was twenty three then, 
Um, and I, I made a decision. And then obviously at the start, things went well at Fleetwood and then uh, the manager got sacked at Fleetwood and then Joey Barton came in. So he wanted to play his own way. So then I had to look at elsewhere again. But I wouldn't, I'd never regret the decision. I, I, I had to do it. Like I played 23s, well, reserves 23s football for three, four years when I was at Evans. So like you only want to play it for a certain amount of time and then you want to look elsewhere. So if it's not in the first team there, you, you need to you need to make the um, move to get your name out there, really. You mentioned how difficult it was when you first came over as a teenager, a young teenager, to leave home and move to Everton. That mental strength, did that help you when you left Everton? Was there, was there a determination from you personally that, you know what, I'm going to stay in the game, I'm going to make a career out of football? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, people always say this to me. Like, I get quite comfortable in just speaking to anyone. Like, when I move, when I move from club to club, like I said, I've been to, I've been to Plymouth on loan. I went to Mansfield, Carlisle. Like, I just walk in there, and I'm, I'm not really like I, I could be a shy lad sometimes, like speaking to strangers and stuff. But when it when it comes to football now, because I've been so into the game, like since a young age, like once I get into a club, I'm just excited and I'm bubbly and. I had to do the move and as soon as I went into Fleetwood, within a day or two, I just felt like at home there again. So now nah, I've always been comfortable in making my own decision and just being comfortable in what I think's best. Did Everton Football Club help you get you out to Fleetwood or was that your own doing? Uh, no, so a couple of clubs were ringing up every now and then and Unzi at the time was brilliant with me. He said like, yeah, I understand. Like You're at that age now where you want to you want to move on and play some league football. So it's something every single player has to think of. If you're not making the first team and don't think there's a chance in the first team at a massive club like Everton, like you need to make the move. So now it was something I, I had to do and Unzi was brilliant with me. Like uh, Franny, John was all there at the time, the 23s. Um, so no, and they were they were made up for me that I had the club settled and wanted me. So I was just made up to, to make the move in the end. From the way you're speaking, your upbringing at Everton has, has had a huge influence on your professional career. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, like I wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for Everton. Everything about it, like it's just the proper family club, um, and the development of the game. Like, I developed so much at Everton. I remember coming the first time because obviously I'm from a very small place in Wales. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of good footballers, but. Like when I moved, made that first move to Everton, I was like, wow, like I need to step it up here. And I managed to click like that with all the coaches that I ever had from under 13s all the way up to when I left. And now it's developed my game and not just developed my game, it's developed me as a person as well. Um, and I'm just grateful for everything that I've done. You still in touch with any of the lads that you played alongside at Everton? Yeah, yeah, it's been nice. I've had loads of uh, lads texting me the last few days saying like made up for me and stuff. And now nah, everyone's been really good. So I still keep in contact every now and then if I see the lads like an injury or but it's so hard sometimes because you come across so many, so many players and you forget like who's where and blah, blah, blah. Now, nah, but um, when I get the chance, I do speak to a few of the lads, yeah. Now, if Australia come calling on international level are you going to play for Australia or are you going to wait for Wales it's it's been a tough one because they they did make the contact about what was it two or three years ago um but at the time it was when I was in the Wales first team squad when I made the first team squad good two three years ago and then obviously 
dropping down the leagues and stuff. Like I've not been, I've been on standby and stuff for Wales. And but it's something that I've got to think of. Um, I'm obviously 25 now. Um, obviously, I'd love to play for Wales. It's like it's my it's my home like home nation. But I can I, play, I can play for Australia as well. So I'll have to, just have to wait and see how the next year goes, and then go from there. I was going to say the next year will be crucial because it's a step up again and, and League One's a tough, tough league. There's some big teams in League One, aren't there? Yeah, it's massive. Like we when the final whistle went on Saturday, the first thing we actually said to each other was, What was the championship scores? So you've got Sheffield Wednesday and all that in the League One now. You've got Portsmouth, you've got massive clubs. So League One next year is going to be huge. So um like the our gaffer and ever, he's like come round to us straight away and said, Lad, listen, we're not going to League One just to like take part in it. We we want to go again. Like, look at the feeling we've got here. Like, this club shouldn't be in where it is now. So, we'll go again next year, hopefully. Just finally, have you, have you started any coaching badges or have you started to consider what might be the road for you to take when you finish playing? It's definitely something I think thought about. Yeah, um, Alex Baptiste, who's he looks after all the players at um at Bolton, he obviously plays as well. He gets in contact with the PFA quite a bit. And they've actually messaged him to ask like how many players want to get start doing their coaching and stuff. And I've got my name in there. So something I've definitely got to think about. Obviously, I'm 25 now. I'm hoping I can still get another 10 years into my career in my career. But no, it's something that I, I definitely I'd definitely love to do. Like because I'm comfortable with stuff like that. I've done a lot of stuff before. Uh, back home when I go to Wales, like I get, I get calls to like do like little coaching stuff with kids and stuff, and I'm quite comfortable in all that. So it's something I definitely be looking for. Which Everton coaches will you take a little bit of work from? Everyone really. Um, everyone works different, and like I said, like Dunk, like he has a laugh with you. He's intense. Uh, comes to match day, wants to win. Same with Unzi. Uh, everyone's got the little parts like I remember Dunk had this uh, passing game like little bits like that so I, I remember all the little bits and Unzi used to have his team shape and stuff and he used to work so well to go into games on a Monday night so little bits I'll take from every, any, everyone and I've, I've obviously had a great experience with unbelievable coaches so it's little bits like that I'll take on hopefully to be a coach myself one day Gethin, it's absolutely fabulous to see you doing so well. Congratulations once again on promotion and thanks for joining us. Cheers, that's a nice one. <laughs>